A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the happy 2022 of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the new year. Welcome to your new life. Welcome back to the pod. Yes, 2022. Wow, that feels like it feels like you're saying it wrong. Like it feels like you're tripping in your mouth. 2022 like that it feels like you you meant to say 22 but you said 20 instead like is that just me (laughs) no these 20s are all messed up I mean the whole time since 2001 I've been like how do we say it yeah the Mm -hmm. aughts what are the aughts I don't like that (sighs) the aughts the tens (laughs) the 20s I know and only aging at double speed through this pandemic I know it's so true that is something that not not literally because I feel like physically I'm actually maybe some of the healthiest I've been like in my entire life in some ways 
in other ways, obviously not. And I, uh, but like the, the aging in the like, well, we've all had to grow up a bit fast. Yeah. That where you're just like, okay, nope. We're now I'm decidedly any, any thoughts I had about being young are done. I'm not young anymore. Like that, that, I know it's all relative. And also that too, like, again, there's incredible privilege in this, in this statement, but I think you understand during Venus, uh, retrograde and Capricorn, you know, Capricorn season, winter solstice time, what I'm implying. Well, young, it's like define young, right? Like, of course, to others, we are, uh, to some more ancient, but I think it sounds like we we're maturing. Yeah. Right. That's Maybe what, that's, that's a better way. I think that's the goal. It'd be weird if you're the exact same person you are as a 21 year old or, you know, <sighs> I, there's supposed to be changes. I don't know. You know, I'm Uranus Taurus all up in my shit. Like, I'm just like, change me, bitch. Like, I guess I'm here to be changed. So, uh, I, I would say we're, I'm going to argue that we're still young, but yes, we're not, well, we're not young, dumb and full of cum. We're yeah. Just- I'm like, how do you, how do you distinguish between like just literal age and just that feeling of, um, I don't know, like what is, I don't, cause I don't want to like shame people for being, you don't, can't help how old you are or like what the experience, I guess like experience. No, aging is not bad, but the yeah, way that's- we have grown through the pandemic feels bad. It doesn't feel like. <laughs> I matured. It feels like I intentionally have to like stop myself from doing stuff I want to do. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It's, it's an unfun growing up. It's not like, uh, and it's not like that growing pain young. It's not any of that. And it's not, it's not for our age group. It's everyone. That's why I said growing at double speed. It's not just us. It's my 14 year old nieces and nephews. Like, you know what I mean? It's everyone. I think everyone thinks their age group is the worst age group to be experiencing the pandemic at this time where it's like, oh, I'm so glad I'm in my 30s because I already did all that 20 stuff. But then it's like, oh, but now I'm making my like early 30s rocks like I've you have more sense of self. You might look if you're lucky, you have a little more more cash and and taste. And, you know, it can be those dink years, you know, double income, no kids like it can just be a real a real sweet time. And it's just slipping, it's just slipping away. But then, Mm -hmm. but I've heard that from every, you know, of course for kids in school and high school, like you're saying, Lisa, with this 14 year old, everyone thinks their zone, I think is like, uh, this is the worst time zone to deal with this. It's things that we are deaf. We can't get back. I think that's the thing that is like the lesson going into 2022 is us dealing with the realization that the one thing you cannot get back is time. And that is a thing like, while, while we have learned and grown and had the most horrific worst case scenario things happen and also had incredible things happen. The truth is that whatever age group you are in, there is an experience that you missed out on. Like it's just, again, not in a, in a judgmental way or anything. It just is fact. Like when you get the same way that, you know, you in a non-pandemic, I just was watching pen 15 and they're there's a funeral there. And I, my grandmother also died at my house. Spoiler. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) when I was in eighth grade and I missed, I missed like a big boy girl party to go to this funeral. And, and I was like devastated. I was so angsty about being at the funeral or whatever, but so just like thinking about that, but that still is like a missed experience that forms your, that forms your identity that you now have to like shape yourself around because you missed it, that you didn't get a thing that you thought you were going to get or whatever, like, and how do we, 
how do we heal from that? And I think junior high thinking of that, you know, we've talked about different kind of age groups of coming back out into the world is like a pretty tender time to think of ourselves in this, in this kind of space where we, we are just coming off of a disappointment in some capacity for again, different levels for different people and in different ways and ways that we probably haven't even figured out yet, but we're still kind of in a tender, we're in a really tender spot. I've had a bunch of backwards thinking the last few days. Well, there's been a lot of stuff that's come up in my, like, not in my life, but like surrounding planning and like, obviously everyone's dealing with this kind of stuff. Um, uh, Today I had a like weird, just like weird thoughts that pop up where you're like, that's wrong. How'd you, how'd you get there? where like a bunch of people I know have COVID and I was like, oh, they didn't invite me to like their thing. Like immediately I was like, oh, I didn't get COVID because I wasn't like hanging out. I wasn't invited. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Like, why would you even have that thought? Who cares if you, you know what I mean? Like that is the, the that is like the negative self-talky weird, like pre-pandemic FOMO kind of stuff that like just weirdly trick where I'm like, yeah, you should be thrilled that you weren't invited. You don't have COVID. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, why even go there? But it, it came up. It's just it's not, you know, and I, I think that that a lot of that is evident in what's coming this year of like actually knowing what's right and and having restrictions and doing things. You know what I mean? Just a lot of stuff like we've we've somewhat figured out how life goes and how it doesn't and cycles and mm-hmm. waves and all that shit. And it's like you still have like your, your mental health and your, your own, like, it, I don't know. I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense. Well, it, you it's still the have boom- to check those things. Mm-hmm. It's the boomerang. I think that we're going to really see of 2022 because 2020 was so locked away and 2021 was such a, who the fuck knows, like our weird response of after a, a year of isolation. Um, and then 22, I think is a strive for some sort of balance and accountability. And um, I don't know, it's just, it's not like, it's not sustainable, all the stuff that's been happening. So I think just finding some semblance of peace and we are learning more and more each day. And we do know what things are higher risk and which things aren't Um, just going into that weird thought process that you had, Lisa, which isn't weird. I think our brains are going into so yeah. many freaky directions during this time that you wouldn't even think of in any normal circumstances. But I was recommended this really good Substack that I really like that really just like hit in the hit in the heart zone uh, that was shared to me from my friend Veronica and it's awards for good boys. I think it's like an Instagram slash comic, but there's a Substack, but there's a the one the post from December 18th um, is called Confessions of a Former Pandemic Shamer. And it's just a really nice summarize um just like sort of i don't know it just like hit on all like that the infographic culture the like screaming into the void that we all just kind of felt and i think we're just kind of done like just like shifting blame right it's like when someone dies right you want to find the reason versus just accept that horrible things are sort of happening or that morality debate that we're now kind of realizing we've had this entire time around the pandemic and around health and all this sorts of stuff. So just wanted to recommend that for anyone that I I feel like it's very on, you know, brand of where our minds can kind of go in this 
social disease, right? That is very connected to our our social lives, which is um, fucked up. (laughs) I think too, part of like um, some of the patterns and like, I've definitely been feeling sad and, you know, obviously like I'm not going to be able to spend the holiday with my family. That's a bummer every year that it happens, uh, pandemic or not. But I also just, I think that looking at the year ahead, like there is a lot of kind of more of the same energy that I think comes up Mm -hmm. and that like is disheartening in a lot of ways. And not that it's going to be the same. I don't think that we're going to stay stagnant or anything. Obviously we'll continue to find new rules and figure out ways around and new medications will come and all those kind of things. Um, and with regards to COVID, but it, it does seem like there is still this looming and has been squaring energy plus the Pluto return and like some great stuff too. Absolutely. Not all like doom and gloom, but mm-hmm. I think that, and anytime we look ahead in, in any capacity, whether it's astrological or, you know, planning out the day, there are anxieties that come up. So definitely like if you're listening to this, remember that. And if you're not in the headspace for it now, save it for when you can. Mm-hmm. I think this, I don't know what like order we want to go in, but the first thing on my my notes, as is often the case, is these Mercury retrograde dates. And mm-hmm. thinking about that in what you were just saying, Lisa, of this um, more of the same, but not, I think, which can be disheartening if you aren't recognizing that it's the like the final pass of more of the same, like when I'm looking at this astrology, I'm thinking of it being like, oh, I thought I was going to get away with this. And I didn't, which we've kind of talked about in this, whatever that is not, not, um, not like you're committing crimes, not like that sort of thing, but like, oh, I thought this wasn't going to be a big deal. It was, I thought this didn't hurt me in the way that it did. It did like that. So deal that underestimation or something. Yeah. Or like when you, when you fall down and you have pants on and it doesn't rip your pants. And so you're like, oh, I must not have gotten a scrape because it didn't like go through. It didn't hit my skin. And then you take off your pants and somehow your knee is still scraped up, even though the, the, the jeans weren't ripped and you're like, oh, okay. So now I'm going to have to tend to this scab uh, or whatever. But I know that that's also going to heal. It's not, it's not going to be like this forever, but it is requiring us to actually change and thinking about these Mercury retrogrades last year in 2021, all of those retrogrades were in air signs. And this year we start in air, but we retrograde back into earth. And to me, it feels like almost that like weight on the balloon going like, no, 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 no. We're not, we are not going off in a cerebral direction. We are staying tied down to this and we are doing like, we are we're staying on earth. Okay. We're not going into, into, uh, mind land. We're staying here and we're doing what needs to be done on the fucking ground. It's mm-hmm. touched down on a trampoline energy to me. Yeah. Where it's like, you are going to spring back up, like to get started, you kind of have to jump up and go down and get up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there is that, like, to, f- to really fly, we have to come down a couple times, mm-hmm. um, which, could be you know to really retrograde we you know what I mean like it could be like doubling up that energy but it I it also it, it's necessary so mm-hmm. it's it's interesting too because the first what like three are air into earth retrogrades too so that it's like mm-hmm. that and then the last one being just straight up fucking Capricorn. earth and it's, like there is like next books, I, I they think that more of the same 
feels very true up until like April and we'll get in, you know, into like that spring summertime. And then with that, like square off fall, I, I, summer feels very fresh where the bookends of the year do feel like a check-in from the previous year, but we can get, well, that's why in. I said more of the same. Isn't that what we had this year? Kind of, we had like the summer of Pisces and Jupiter and mm-hmm. Pisces and kind of like the willful ignorance. So I do think that I don't think that it's going to be more of the same feeling we're feeling today. I just think that mm. we are going to be note recognizing patterns in our thinking, whether we're looking at astrology or not of like, oh, fuck another. We're, we're all seeing it everywhere now on Twitter, everything, another lockdown coming like that, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff where it's like, well, I remember the first time we did or the second time we did or this and this and like, and yeah. coming out of it again and coming, you know what I mean? And and we, we we can see now in New York, like how devastating COVID has been there. And obviously here in LA, we're starting to see surges nationwide. But I think those things are going to feel familiar. I don't think that they're going to, as novel as this virus is, I don't think that we're going to have much novel feeling about restrictions and all this stuff coming forward. It's going to be like, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's yes. I think it is like now a new I don't want to say new normal, but it is a new benchmark, which to me, again, very Capricorn, very if we're talking about Pluto, we're talking about Venus retrograde. We're talking about the bookends of the Capricorn activity. Uh, Like I even love that it's the 22, like two and two, the very Mm -hmm. that's very like Capricorn uh, aesthetically pleasing to me. No, I mean, I think that there are things that aren't going to go away like they did before. Oh, there are things like, yeah. So I think something like taking an Uber, I would have said in, in, you know, 2020 and, and early 2021, I would have been very uncomfortable with. I don't think that's going away permanently now. Well, it's, a, it's again, it's a new thing that, you know, is a possibility. And so everything you do now, whether you, whether you intend to or not, every year you're going to go, Oh, well, it's getting close to winter. Does this mean that we're going to have another covert? Like, that's the thing that you might think of as a possibility that could happen. Not that it's going to or whatever, but now, you know, that's, it's something that has happened. It will never not, it will never have not happened ever again. It's not like it happened and we're going forward. Some people, again, I think are going to be now at the place where, um, they're going to still want to inflame and do a thing and, and put out misinformation, disinformation, make these statements, have this be about something, but we've done it already. I think the first time around we could do that because people were scared because they didn't know what was going to happen. But this has been a year of, of post lockdown where we didn't go back into lockdown. We didn't, you know, it, things, things are falling apart and changing and all that too, but whatever your worst fear was has not come true in a year. So I think that people aren't going to be able to, do you know what I'm saying? Like some of the things are going to, people are still going to want to do that because they aren't going to accept the reality because people, there are always people who don't accept reality. Um, but they are going to be, it's harder to not accept reality. The longer it is, it's just reality. Mm-hmm. And also, I can't remember if we've said this or not. We're recording this here at the end of December yes. 2021. <laughs> so who the fuck knows what has changed in those weeks in the meantime? But nonetheless, praise. we shall speculate at the at the times ahead of us. Pra- praise be to my Taurus angels for saving my ass all of the time by saying disclaimers like that. <laughs> that 
let it's me like, just so you know in case you're listening from fucking lockdown which as the united states probably <laughs> yes. probably didn't happen but you know never say never <laughs> I think that something that you said that I haven't really thought about the way I've thought about it, but the thing we're talking about, that feeling of, oh, huh. Um, not having a lockdown for a year is a, a pretty big accomplishment as far as yeah. economically and business-wise and all those things that we were told uh, were important when we were locked down, which may or may not be true, but up to your political discernings, I suppose. Um, but yeah, like no one's celebrating that. So, and not that it needs to be in my opinion, but it is kind of like, you can't win at a time like this. Like it does feel like, oh, well, it doesn't matter what we do. If we lock down, it's not good enough. If we don't, it's not good enough. If we wear the masks, it's not, not like that it doesn't work or whatever. It's just that people dissent no matter what happens Mm -hmm. and and thusly like the virus has continued to mutate it appears because people continue to ignore rules and Mm -hmm. am am i speaking out of turn i mean i think that for the most part i think we 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 could have maybe beat this in april 2020 well also we weren't funded properly is that i think no no i mean there's so many It'd be easier to do if there's not to say this is not to say that there aren't reasons why. Yeah, there's not to say that there were not reasons and all those things. But I think that something that I'm feeling now is something that I feel most years, but feels particularly poignant this year working in uh, service and um, having it be the holidays and having people still be rude in the holidays. And again, I've said this over and over and over again, where it's just like, did you not like you are Scrooge on, on the, like in the dreams, like you are Scrooge right now. Do you not get that? Like, and that of all of the things that you learned from this, you saw all the ghosts of Christmas past and were like, not Scrooge is writing all of these. Like he's the hero of this story. Don't change a thing, bruh. Perfect. People are the worst, you know, but I do also think that there are like, I, I don't know. I do admire in certain ways. This is kind of tangentially related. There are certain ways that things have been framed for me throughout working in service where I'm like, oh, this is very interesting. A small example is there's a TikTok where it's, I assume, a service industry professional or maybe just a very funny person that does how rich people order versus how very rich people order and it's just very funny (laughs) because the rich person's an asshole and the very rich person is you know normal and um i i like that as a tactic i don't know if it's true all the time but i like it as a tactic to say oh you think you're so cool well the actually cool people they don't treat people that way or whatever actually the actually rich people that we actually respect because that's all apparently america cares about um actually don't behave that way i love that as a strategy again not sure it's actually true but i mean think i think it's a better so uh we'll we'll start mentioning some transits because i feel like one of our big one of the big single transits is going to be the Jupiter uh, Neptune conjunction in Pisces happening on April 12th, I believe. Um, and I am thinking of that in the context of like uh, storytelling and what we're seeing amplified, like who's um, 
life and stories and, and struggles are we seeing played out on big screens in front of us and in media and all of that. And um, I was watching an episode of the L word generation Q and thinking about how, you know, we, we are so like, there is a lot of cringe stuff and whatever, but it also is pretty astonishing to see who they're deciding to let um, have these big cringy stories be told about them and how that is also like, um, I don't know, like mirrored, I think in behavior because it gives us something to like dream about and aspire to and all that, not to say that that's the only place that that needs to happen, yada, yada, yada. But having, I think we've had a real period of rich people being good, thinking of like undercover boss and all of these things of like, we have all of these redeeming stories about how a rich person does the right thing. And we're just living in a world where that's absolutely not true based on everything that we see, like structurally, politically, all of these things, like there have been so many attempts for us to say like, oh, that person is actually not super greedy. They actually care about, they, they want to give this to everybody else and whatever. And it's like, no, they don't. (laughs) like it's just not true yeah inspiration porn is kind of it feels very tired and played out and and just not helping anything in 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 this year in 2022 and beyond and I think that it comes to that sort of earthy fixness that we are going to feel most the year with a little bit of fun Piscean Neptunian Jupiter energy sprinkled in is like the play, the, the work hard, the play hard, but the also, um, you know, it's partying responsibly also, I think is like a big, especially with drugs and fentanyl, like you, like, you know, like there's just like a lot, I think in terms of like, we want to do the most and fentanyl is now the number one killer of like young people in the United States. Mm -hmm. So please, please test your drugs and also, uh, test in different parts of your drugs and mix it up Mm. because sometimes it can be concentrated in one part of the bag etc etc so I think that there's a lot that wants to enjoy and feel pleasure and um and and seek that like doing good in an altruistic way that doesn't feel congratulatory right like oh I'm you know you're yeah. billionaire I donated this much when you're like that's really not anything <laughs> but by, by the way and you're doing this damage I do think and this is a new opinion for me so maybe it's wrong but I do think that for the most part to become very very wealthy you do have to do some pretty icky stuff and it doesn't mean you're I'm not going QAnon Pizzagate shit I'm not talking about that I'm Mm -mm. saying like for the most part you are sacrificing morals or you know time with your family or whatever the thing is in a way that feels bad or the environment or whatever it's cutting corners of this or that for the most part, I would say to become very, very wealthy, you do have to do something pretty horrendous. Um, and, and maybe there are exceptions. I don't know for sure, but I think with the eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio this year, it's like seeing those things and then deciding how we behave on them. Whereas like since coming to that realization, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like supremely wealthy, but I do want to be able to have a washer and dryer in my house. And that is not asking for, I don't have to destroy the environment to do that. You know, there are certain goals that I can meet that are, you know, I don't need to be Bezos. I don't want to be, I don't want the responsibility of people asking me about my money. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't have that. I don't have the desire for that, but I do need 
certain things to make my life easier. And I think that threshold has been a lot lower for a long time. And with inflation, which I think is another issue that's going to definitely be coming up this year. Oh, absolutely. Those concerns are going to be rising, varying, changing in a lot of ways where it's like, yeah, I like my goal of having a washer and dryer seems very attainable. I can afford as a human being to buy a washer and dryer. I just don't have the place that has a hookup or that, you know, that it works in my place. So it does Mm -hmm. require more moving and whatever. And I'm using washer and dryer because it's a simple example. But I think that it's like, like that that is going to become more out of reach because not because like the washer and dryer is going to be so expensive, but because people are buying property to rent on VRBO instead of renting long-term to renters instead of whatever. So these structures, what that means, what that means is how many people have to live without washers and dryers. So you can go cosplay cottage core life at a farm, you know, for two days a a year. year. Yeah. So, so, but someone can't, leave socks in the dryer overnight without fear of losing all your shit or whatever like get out no I know and it's it is and not that I think this goal is unattainable by any means or that I can't figure and fuss and make things work right now in my current situation it's just that it takes a lot and then adding those inflation and those new challenges of and product shortage too shortages (laughs) the shipping stuff I mean people that have bought houses that can't get furniture. I mean, just whatever it's not. And these, these are simple examples for people that have the luxury of having somewhere to live, which is another Mm -hmm. entire commodity and issue and housing and food, I think are very tourist stuff and seeing, you know, the way things are going, it's like, yeah, goods being sold out. I mean, I, I didn't realize that actually the price of, I thought people were using that as a metaphor, the price of beef. Oh yeah. And the I didn't realize podcast, yeah, literally. Until I went to the store to yep. buy fucking beef and was like, what do you mean it's $18? Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Steve said the same thing. I never noticed that stuff because I'm always just like I never ashamed. Well, I'm also just like ashamed and I'm like, whatever. I'm just gonna pretend that numbers aren't real or like <laughs> deal with this. Just see what it adds up to, like a fucking gambling addict whatever but yeah it's literally I think what astronomical everything everything that we're talking about too I think um on the Neptune energy and Taurus uh too this is also making me think of uh I'm sorry where am I at oh I was looking at that Mars um I guess trying I'm thinking was looking at those Neptune squares to Mars. And I realized that that actually doesn't have anything to do with Uranus because they're not there, but it is, I'm just thinking um, that like uh, principle and ideals kind of being tested and having to take a stand, having to take action in a way it's, it's very um, like idea versus how that affects people or what that means, like how, how, how those, how the emotional consequences of that, the subconscious stuff and what that says about us. Mm-hmm. I think 2022, right? I mean, I know I've thought this, not 2022, like 2020 yeah. as well. I I thought many times I would pay anything to go do something fun right now. And, uh, you know, I, that's not true. I realize as that time has yeah. arrived and there is, um, I think this is big encouragement to, yeah, maybe keep those spreadsheets, Ooh. do some budgeting, check the balances. Like if you are trying to, I know, 
this is not an ad, but you know, like mint will tell you like how much you're spending on clothing versus eating out versus this. I mean, Jupiter and Pisces is, is fun and we're going to have it there until May 10th. And then it's going to go into Aries, which I feel like is also going to be its own type of fun. Um, and then we'll have a retrograde moment back into Pisces, I think around October 28th. So there's, there's October a lot of 28th. Yeah. There's a lot of, and um, then it'll go till December 20th and then we'll right, go back, and into, then Aries back into Aries to finish out the year. So Jupiter and Pisces till May 10th, then that's nice summer of Jupiter Aries. And then which, which we got a preview of last summer, as you know, May 13th to July 21st, 2021 was our little, that's when all the like Mm -hmm. parties kind of like did. did I love, I love what you said though, about how much am I willing to pay for this? Because I think in this, again, thinking about this as a year. Uh, I think we all ended up, we have a whole podcast archive to prove that we all went to an event that we thought was going to be so exciting. And then there was something terribly hilariously wrong or whatever. And you had to decide like, is this actually worth the, was this worth the 50 bucks? Was this worth the cancellation fee? Was this worth whatever? Like we have actually, I think in our minds again, because everybody has so much like FOMO and is thinking that not thinking of the consequences of what these things are. It is like, is that trip? Yeah. Is the trip worth it? Is having this, I don't know. Yeah. All of those, how much, Mm -hmm. how much is this actually worth? The Jupiter and Pisces, I think of last year to me and maybe looking back further back, I would think differently, but manifested to me in two ways, which was a lot of people that had gotten the vaccine and were just getting their second dose or had just their second dose had just gotten to that point where they're allowed to like go do stuff. Right. And, and that kind of faith in, because I remember the first, when my mom came and I didn't have the vaccine and she did. And I remember being like, oh, like, I'm just happy because I get to see my mom, but like, I'm still not vaccinated. And like, I'm going to go do stuff with her, but I'm going to be careful about my mask and this and that and whatever. And then getting the vaccine and feeling that like kind of inherent trust and feeling happy and good and being like, this is great. Still cautious. Not like I'm going to go, you know, buck wild running through a stadium, you know, Um, but, you know, eventually got to Dodgers games and do stuff like that and like really having that trust. And then I think the flip side being people who chose to ignore what was going on and chose to go and have that blind faith in a different way of like trusting the system of trusting that they're not going to get COVID or that, that it isn't real or that whatever, like whatever their thought process is, right. Really having that faith in that. And so I think that there can, there may be another combination of those things happening again, where, you know, we think the wave is over or we think this or that. And like, we, we have so much confidence and faith and just that we're excited to be out and about. I think that time it's going to be warmer. We're going to be post a wave. So a lot of people are going to have antibodies and, you know, there are like things scientifically as well that speak to that. I just think that, um, you know, being kind of more aware, uh, Pisces is not the most boundaried or like, always super present sign they can get dreamy they can get whatever so reminding yourself of your awareness your logic all that kind of stuff I love that of thinking of what did you thinking of the preview last year and then this Jupiter and Pisces and then moving into Aries of thinking about what you put your faith in what do you put your faith in now again we've had this like practice round and this idea of like you have a you have an example it either worked and it helped you or it didn't and it hurt you so what did you like you have a reference point or whatever. And I think going back to those Mars, uh, Mars, Neptune squares, just because of that move 
from Pisces to, I think with the Jupiter and Pisces, that's why I'm like doing every Neptune one thinking about Jupiter associated. Cause I think we're going to get like a, on that April 12th thing, the way that I see it is that whatever, there are big, big world events that happen that, that test people's faith or a, that lead them to faith. And it either is a, a, affirmation like an affirmation of that faith and it is a thing that makes it stronger and another thing that you can refer to and say man when I had that hard thing happening this thing really this is what got me through and this is the thing that I always go back to like what what do you always go back to because now we're going to be moving into those newer this is like the next the next round so this is a second chance so you do have to do something because you know you got through this so how did you get through it how do we how are we getting through the next things there's a famous philosopher, and I don't remember their name, but um, they talk about that prayer is inherently doubt, where I think in a lot of like Christian faith stuff, we hear that prayer is faith. And, and mm-hmm. this philosopher poses the question that if you're asking for something, aren't you currently doubting that you're getting what you need kind of thing. Like, oh, I, if you, if you're in need of something, then maybe it's, it is doubt rather than faith. Mm. Uh, I think both, both are true. Obviously mm-hmm. we come to prayer in both times. I don't think that necessarily one way or the other, but I, this to me feels like a similar two sides of a coin. Argument. Like it's already within you. If you're doing the, the searching rather than the, the building upon what you might lack because nothing is lacked because it's in you or something <laughs> like getting into the very Piscean. Uh, I, I mean, if, if there's any year to like really dig into the woo, baby, it is 2022 because it's just Jupiter Pisces is an encouragement to try all the stuff that might speak to you in the metaphysical, spiritual realm. And obviously, if you're in astrology, you're probably uh, you're probably in. pretty you're pretty in. So <laughs> so let yourself go in deeper that I guess that to me, another thing now that we're thinking about this. I think that there are two two sides to this. There is very much more of the same, but it is also then an implicit invitation to just do something different. Do the different thing. Do something different this time. Like do, if if it worked for you, great. If it didn't, try something different because there's more of the, the same. Yeah, but we're not the same. Yeah, and Where so it's like, last it, year we were same-ish, reacting, shocked. But yeah. now or you were allowed to go. I don't know. We're going to get again. We're going to get locked down again. So I'm allowed to be high, low, have this thing. And it's like, hey, man, no, we're not again. If we do. Sorry. But what again or whatever? <laughs> I keep using that as an example, but it's like whatever, whatever you thought was the thing that you were entitled to behave that way because you were scared about not that you would have the self-awareness to recognize that that's what you're acting on. But whatever it is that you think entitles you to this. Now, you know, it's probably not going to happen. So you, again, are you well, going to, are you going to live and, in that world in ignoring reality? Or are you going to let, let your mind be changed? Are you going to mute? Are you going to be mutable? Cause we're moving from that. Like, I don't know, like action stuff, you know? See, my mom on the flip when the lockdown was the most relaxing, encouraging time <laughs> where I'm yeah. like, actually that post time after was um, the living hell. So um, it's like a choose your own adventure. But I do think the beginning of the year, because we've talked about it to fucking death, but hey, Venus doesn't stay in the sign of Capricorn for six months too often. There is still that real check in, you know, bolt down the hatches, uh, Venus retrograde in Capricorn till the 29th. And then it's going to be in Capricorn still till March 6th. So I think with Mercury retrograde from January 14th to February 3rd. So I think that time up until March does still feel really like 
figuring out what maybe works for you or what you, how you might even want to just approach the year. I think we're all going to have to, you know, talk to our bosses about not coming into the office perhaps, or having a hybrid schedule or doing what the stuff that works for you or getting more money or I like, there's a lot of things to negotiate because I think for so long of this time, we've been just lucky to get what we get. And now we're realizing that, you know, with, we've just saw recently with like the Kellogg strike, um, even with this like truck driver strike over this, like very unjust, like murder charge from like the negligence of this trucking company. Now the truckers aren't going into Colorado. There is power in the people. Um, we're going to see that. I think a lot with Saturn and the square Uranus thing of, yeah, this real check of power, the eclipse is happening in Taurus and Scorpio is the loyalty and the reward. Right. And I think mm-hmm. the Pluto return, obviously of the United States yeah. is a big motherfucking check in on where we're all at. And we're all like, we all know we can be better. So why aren't we doing it? And if we've screamed this on this podcast 9 million times, but it's getting screamed ultra loud in 2022. It's also hard to do it when no one else is doing it. And I think mm-hmm. that not that that's a reason I'm not saying don't use that as an excuse, but it's hard to like do the right thing when you see a bunch of other people fucking doing the wrong thing and they're, they're yes. fine. And they didn't, they didn't pay consequences and whatever. It's like, well, like it becomes really, really difficult. And I think with the Pluto return of the United States, I think to, to some extent, you know, we're already feeling that. I think we have been already, it's looming. It's, it's a slow moving planet. So it's not necessarily one big event that's going to happen though we do have exact moments for it for it to occur from the assumpted natal chart of the united states which who knows if it's right or wrong who can really say this moment when the country was quote-unquote born so you know uh, months and days around and after might be heavily charged with that energy and i think we've seen it since since summer of 2020 i think we've seen you know, we've had riots, not riots. We've had like raging rivers of people in the streets screaming for their rights. You know what I mean? It's like 15,000 people in Hollywood. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like, oh, suddenly. It's also been, think this is foreshadowing a little bit into a future episode that we have, but thinking about returns happening as soon as it goes into the sign energy, where even though the U.S. Pluto return is be is going to be exact on February 20th and there's of, uh, of this year and there's three other dates. I don't have those written down, but also I forgot or didn't realize that there were going to be multiple hits. I thought it was going to be that one one. But Pluto went into Capricorn and one of them, I believe, is July 12th and another, yeah. I think, is the end of the year in December. Could be wrong. OK, I'm I'm here for that. Um. I think that we thinking of that being, you know, multiple times that also is like the, the, Oh, Pluto went in Capricorn in 2008. And we've been seeing this decline empire decline again, not, not as extreme and all of this too, but thinking of the return getting exact now, but this has not happened overnight. You know, to all of these, all of these things we see the evidence of and the like the domino effect of so many things that started. I mean, 
and before that too. But the chart of the United States is a Sagittarius rising. This is the idea of the United States. This is not like the physical, I mean, not to say that climate change and environmental change is not absolutely real, but I think when we're thinking of the Pluto return, this is very much our like Sag big, our the grand idea we had of America is is not like, that's what's being destroyed, not necessarily, I think, in, in these other ways, but what I think we're seeing the, the limitate people are fighting for an idea when there's actual, like, actual fighting happening, too, that needs to be handled. I think, too, I, I looked up and only because some people have said, and I have no basis for fact on when Rome fell and the natal chart of all of that stuff. People mention that those things happen around Pluto returns in civilizations. Um, I looked up societal collapse in Wikipedia and <laughs> the things that it mentions, you will not be shocked to find have already been happening um, and, and have happened in civilization civilizations for eons without, you know, everyone dying or whatever the scary part I want you to know mm -hmm. that like when we talk about the Pluto return I'm not talking about like that you're gonna have to leave your family or anything like that you don't want to do it's just some of these things I think may feel very of the now and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean doom and gloom for everyone but it does mean change is hopefully on the horizon mm -hmm. a few of them uh, loss of cultural identity and socioeconomic complexity. I think we can definitely see that, you know, the rich are expon exponentially richer, but they are a smaller percentage of the population um, that, and, and, you know, we, we have poverty that is untold in other places. So I think that definitely loss of socioeconomic complexity, loss of cultural identity. I think people, we see there are binary differences in people when it comes to politics and when it comes to things where, where there is more nuance, we seem to have chosen sides. Um, so that's what, that's what I mm -hmm. interpret cultural identity. And on um, the other flip on a way more conservative side, many people would say we very much lost our American identity, you know, absolutely. This, yeah. yeah. Yes. Nationalist patriotic, you know, brouhaha. <laughs> um, it also mentions the downfall of government, the rise of violence. Um, I know that reporting on what how crime is going is varied, so I don't really know uh, too much about those things. The downfall of government, I I'm not sure. We've we've seen insurrection, we've seen pardoning for insurrection. So it, it to me, it's like I don't know. I can't, that I can't comment on. Um, kind of clicks. <laughs> this thing of like, this isn't working for either side. This is both sides looking at the other side and going, I don't, I don't know who you are anymore. Like, I don't, you're no, so, of I don't recognize, but it is also, then it's like, okay, cool. Then probably that means you guys are both different people and we need to reintroduce ourselves or whatever. Like this isn't, we've, we've all changed. So it's time for like an update on all of these things, you know? Of, and then it's a bunch of people going, I've never, I haven't changed one bit. I've always been this person that I am the perfect, you know, best version of myself that I've ever been. How dare you say that I've ever been different? Absolutely. I, uh, other things include famine, war, catastrophe. Uh, I think COVID 
covers some of that. Uh, population decline and mass migration. I think mass migration is one we haven't necessarily seen. I know we constantly see reportings that uh, millennials are having less children. I don't know if we consider that really population decline, but definitely with the number of COVID deaths, we are going to see the population decline. So these are things that I think aren't surprising. And with also, and with the and with climate change too, mm-hmm. a lot of people are of leaving course. specific regions because yeah. of specific climate issues, even though we're seeing those climate issues show up in different ways in different parts of the country and the world. So I think the climate refugee stuff is, you know, the climate is going to be, I mean, to me, that's the Taurus and Scorpio stuff, right? It's Mm -hmm. earth and water and you know what? It's just like Mm -hmm. eclipsed to me. Yeah. Yeah. It is very, I'm just feeling like the Taurus Scorpio thickness is like, Damn, what a long list of motherfucking problems that is even like it's not even like the tip of the iceberg, but also I get like being frozen in thought just feels so like blah in this coming year. And yeah, I think that other side, like, uh, who are you? I'm me. I'm I'm very leftist or I'm very right. It's all still like, but we're all still something yeah. ties us together is this virus like we yeah. still have to communicate and exist and do all these things together so i don't know i do i'm you know i'm just still rooting for this jupiter pisces higher consciousness like just uh hopefully it, a find of faith of spirit of, of spirit of of wonder of uh you know i think we're like even like you know i love television but damn we are oversaturated in so much motherfucking tv i'm ready for good movies this is just like a like an aside uh art speaking and thinking in like the art realm i think just the things we've been inundated with just needs a a refresh a new fresh coat of paint and even if it's not even if it's the same old house it will be and it will also be the opposite of that because everything is like you know both both things at at one time but i i think that we're gonna get that and i think that there is a like thawing like you said that is gonna happen something else is that we're halfway through uranus and taurus and so if we think of that as like where we are in the cycle and we're also halfway through saturn and aquarius or like we're Mm -hmm. this year is the halfway point for both of those things and i think if we think about that like the the other cycles that are happening simultaneously we've been talking so much about pluto and how that you know again it's like that in the in the destruction but we're only halfway through the change like the movie isn't done yet this is the you know what i mean like the rock bottom is the middle of the movie it's when the things start like when the the actual i don't know if that's if i'm saying that at the right exact time but you know what i'm saying like that's Mm -hmm. not the the end totally i think too i mean we're gonna have the we're gonna have venus and pluto conjuncting again a few times this year that's something that we've been familiar with over the last few months if i remember mm-hmm. correctly so um and and saturn scoring uranus so again those things that we've kind of experienced this year and using them to build on how we do things like i i just i i have a habit now and i I don't know if I mentioned it on this podcast, but there's someone at work that really doesn't like me because when I met him, I, I said, hello and introduced myself and he introduced himself. And then I, he went to shake my hand and I shook his hand, which I don't 
during COVID, not really my thing. So I immediately grabbed hand sanitizer and sanitized my hands. And he has not liked me since, since, but that is a habit I have now when someone touches me or when Mm -hmm. I touch, not my boyfriend, not you, you know what I mean? Not people, whatever, but like someone I don't know, or someone out at work or a handshake like that, I'm going to grab some hand sanitizer or go wash my hands because I touch my face. I I have contacts. I touch my eyes. It's just, it just doesn't work for me, whether it does anything or not. I just don't like it. And it's not about you. I don't think you're dirty. I just don't know. And, um, this is all I think, rational stuff well, that I'm here. Absolutely. For him to be mad yes. is, you know, whatever. And we all know that. But I I think that it, now that's habit to me. It where, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? At one point in my life, I was not Ooh. like that. And I, I love so I this. think things like that are gonna come up where we're gonna be like, I know what to do. I know how to do it. I know how to sit and be in my house. I know exactly what three things I got to clean up in here. I know exactly where those coloring books I like to do are or whatever. And not that it's going to be easy if you have to stay in, not that it's Mm going to not suck, not that it's going to, you know what I mean? Not that, you know, missing stuff isn't going to suck or whatever. It's just that we're going to have those tools because we're going to remember. And, and I think we're also getting further away from that 2019, that normal quote unquote, that everyone is talking about. And that, that is less second nature to us. So we're going to have the tools to do these things in a way that makes sense. I think that makes me think of Jupiter going into Aries one of that being from Pisces into Aries of it being like the spiritual awakening. And then the, the actual embodiment of going, wait, I do know how to do this and how that leads to you, your growing sense of self, your confidence, all of that, like I don't know, Jupiter, Aries, uh, like fire energy. And what does that lead you to go out and do now? Because you know that you've handled this thing or that you, oh, I, yeah, I, I learned this about now I'm prepared to do these things or, you know, whatever. But it also makes me think of Mars in Gemini, because we're going to have a Mars retrograde in Gemini this year. Mars will be in Gemini for seven months. Um, I believe it, uh, goes in, August, wait, July. Hang on. Let me pull this up. Okay. Uh, we go into Gemini August 20th through January of 2023. We'll be mm-hmm. in Mars. It will retrograde um, from October 30th to January 12th of 2023. Uh, so we're like, yeah, I mean, we're in there. And thinking about that, like going back and forth of it being, well, this is something I do now. And having those kind of like arguments and stating the facts of, uh, do you know, does that make sense? What I'm saying of that being like, oh, well, this person acts like this. And well, this is now just a thing that I do. And now that how that changes our conversations are, are the flip side of who we might've thought we were before this too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think at just at this point, two plus years in a pandemic, you just need to know what works for you. You need to know a mask works for you, which is obviously we're recommended to, to the surgical K95, but beyond COVID, you know, we have life goes on. We have our love lives. We have our friendships. We have our careers. And I think that where Jupiter is in this Pisces Aries time of this kind of collective, then going in this real place of self and then Gemini with this Mars retrograde to being this social sign, this could be like a great time. I don't know. I think I've read a lot of places being like, this could be a really conflicting time, but Mars is weak at this time, right? Like Mars is chilled out. And I think this might be a real nice breakthrough time after again, another slog of a year of not it going exactly how we wanted, which we're not, we don't get to have all the things we want. (laughs) Isn't that, hasn't that been the big motherfucking lesson of this whole time? We are so privileged to get to have any 
joy <laughs> at any point in time. So when there are times of luxury, of of fun, of beauty, of nature, you know, soak it in. But I think that there's, you know, it, it, to me, like up until March feels really like getting organized. It seems like spring and summer can be a little more, um, just a little more carefree, not careless, <laughs> you know, but a little like just in enjoying life that might just be good vacation time in general. Also just from the basics of COVID, it does seem like winter research time. Like we talked about before we are yeah. in new seasonal transitions with COVID just motherfucking in general. Um, but yeah, I think that that, that Mars retrograde too is just a good time to even just think of what thing isn't everyone tired of being like angry. <laughs> like yes. I'm just fucking exhausted of like caring. So I, that's, I think this is all that reminder of going what works for you, letting people know. And I think that tiptoeing of is this acceptable or is this this like, yeah, well, I think what we've said this whole time, like we kind of know what to to do and what things maybe to not. And I don't think anyone's really going to tell us what to do. So do what works best for you. And and also looking at to where this is hitting in your actual natal chart, see where you're being invited to grow big, see where you're invited to really care about yourself in that Jupiter Aries way, see where we're here to reflect on our thoughts with Gemini Mars. I think there's a lot that comes back to us in this year when we kind of had to release a lot of ourselves to the whims of the world and then to the whims of like our social lives in 2021, if we are so lucky to have one. Uh, that was, I think, outer end. yeah. I think with the Mars and Gemini thing, you're on a personal level, that's absolutely the case. And I think the slog, like the writing that comes along with that is more going to be associated with systems of transportation, systems of government. If you work in law, like that might be a time when things are, you know what I mean? If, if we're talking about our personal Mars and like how the, you know what I mean? I think that is definitely mm -hmm. going to be exactly what you said, or are we going to see, you know, Supreme court cases and all those kind of things during this legal battle stuff? Of course, we're going to see those things, but that's not, even though it may affect your per, you personally, that is not going to affect you immediately. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's also going to be, we're going to be having midterm elections. So we're going to be, that's mm -hmm. going to be like height of election cycle. And I think thinking about that being retrograde of, we're going to be doing a lot of talking about what people are doing, thinking about literal debating and that sort of thing of going back and forth and seeing both sides and, and just trying to kind of make your decision, but having it be a lot of um, like not fighting in the way that we're thinking necessarily, but that kind of the, like the the talking about it instead of actually going outside and doing something about it well i think not to go back all the way to the motherfucking pluto return but thinking of that being a, an upcoming election year it's like honey we're warning you all the stuff we want yeah. and i can't guarantee you One fucking a vote or shit if you don't do anything like worst case Jesus scenario Christ. is happening on both sides that is for sure or like that's the thing like someone's worst case scenario will happen uh but and that's like that's the do you know what i'm saying like both mm -hmm. sides are a worst case scenario and you will feel differently about which it is but they all are like hey 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 we're all warning you that the worst thing could happen mm -hmm. I don't, i'm not saying it will i guess i should take back i know i just said it will but i mean that that's like the we're at that point where we're like worst casing, I think. And that's very Pluto return to me where it is. We will not be the same after it, whatever that is. We can't say what that will be, how it will go, but we, we will not be the same. Um, you know, it's another fun, I don't know if it's fun, but another 
um, big date too is July 26th because the North Node is going to be mm-hmm. perfectly aligned with your Uranus too. Yes. I mean, Uranus is really, and again, this is a spoiler for an episode that's coming out next week. Uranus is really quite the star of the show this year. A lot of the fixed energy that I, I, I'm talking in circles because like, yeah, I guess it is somewhat similar to this past year, but we with a different with different bookends and with this eclipses kind of changing. But I think that North Node being that that light that we can go towards, right, that that the places we can be our best, brightest karmic, if you will, selves with Uranus showing maybe if that's a possible possible way. I don't know. It just feels now the more I say it, it feels like very like a cult leader coming out to be like, I promise that we can have better things, everyone, or like, or I we can have a whole different philosophy or way of looking at life, but also, you know, to take things with caution. I think with these eclipses changing and just everything that we've been saying too, I think that we've really forgotten that there can be other things besides the pandemic that we're all talking about, thinking about dealing with. And obviously life has persisted within the pandemic and people have had to deal with all sorts of things at the same time. But it's also been, I think, this thing where we've gone like on the hierarchy of things. This is the thing that's most, uh, you know, taking precedent. And I think that that is going to, I don't know, I think we might see other things that we're able to come together around or be mad at and be divided by. But I think that that kind of like changing of what it is that we're again, coming from that Gemini Sag that was for the most of the, that felt very pandemic and idea Ian newsy. I think we're coming into some real, I don't know, in mm-hmm. on that same thing, like the, the enlightenment will come because we are going to be confronted with something that's going to shift our perspective. We've been looking over here so long. Now we're going to look over here and go like, oh, what, and whatever that is, whatever you see, whatever that perspective shift for you is, it is going to have that next mm. like ripple effect. It's like, I don't need to fight you in the comments. I'll just fight you with my fucking wallet and my existence yeah. and all the things that I'm going to just, it's, it's, it's just doing, it feels very just doing it where, yeah, we, I think we've had a lot of interactions that those digital interactions add up like our yeah. brains like are uh, melting from them anyways <laughs> oh i don't know if you guys have done this yet where um you stop paying attention to like i because i talk to my mom on the phone a lot i guess this is maybe not for everyone but she'll be talking and i'll kind of zone out i'll be like you know on instagram or something and then i'll try to rewind her and i'm like you're sick You've like been on <laughs> podcasts too much or you've been on, you know what I mean? You've been on social media too much. You you can't rewind your mom. She's speaking to you right now. Yes. So that's like a thing that I think comes up for just for me, like with, yeah. with digital interaction, but also having the Uranus be conjunct those, a couple of those eclipses throughout the year, we're going to mm-hmm. see major changes, major developments, and maybe they will be harsh. I mean, Uranus can be harsh. It can, it's a lot of juice. It's a lot of energy. But it could also be technological advancement. It could be, I mean, it could be vaccine crypto. advancement. It could be at crypto. It could be anything. Yeah. There's so many um, things that I think we can frame as opportunities as well. Because I know when we talk about eclipses and Uranus stuff, it gets it gets real quick, like scary, real fast. But it doesn't always have to be at you. It doesn't always have to be on you, you know. And I think, especially, I think, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but that Neptune and Jupiter. 
uh, in April the 12th, I think is like, that's a pleasant day to me. I mean, those mm, I yeah. like those two planets. That's a great day to lie to somebody. If you want to lie to somebody, <laughs> that's a great day to get away with something and don't do it to harm people, you know, do it in a, a whatever, in the way we lie to kids about Santa existing or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do it something that feels happy or fun or good. Mm-hmm. I, oh, well, yeah. I, I think too, with since, Jupiter can also be travel. I think you're going to read a lot of year aheads that are like, and traveling. And I do think that Pisces wants it to mean something. So maybe it are those places you've always dreamed of going rather than doing all the social trips and committing to so many things, like doing that one big thing that really means something to you or going to a retreat. Same with Aries. I feel like there is this, um, this Jupiter switch from Pisces to Aries that is like that meaning. And then that thing that is about you. Right. Mm-hmm. Not losing ourselves in this whole fucking shit show that has been existence. Uh, should we hit some of these eclipse dates real quick? Just so folks can have this in their hit them with brains. The OK, uh, so we have the solar eclipse happening in. Oh, I just realized I don't have the well, then, will it be. Oh, no, it's, I do have it. Solar eclipse happening in Taurus at 10 degrees on April 30th. Um, so that's the next eclipse on the horizon. Then not long after we'll have a lunar eclipse on May 15th at 25 degrees of Scorpio. Uh, this whole year is going to be all this Taurus Scorpio action. And then a solar that one's on- square Saturn. So that one's oh. the, the little, Mark. little wee, wee, oh. scary one. Mm-hmm. And then solar eclipse, October 25th at two degrees of Scorpio, October 20, that late October time is, well, I think you it's see? maybe it's because it's right before we have that build up to that Mars retrograde. I don't want to say get all your homework done before and October Jupiter, 30th, Jupiter's going to be back in Pisces then too. So this is a shift. We're having shift. Yeah. It does feel like if you've had a big project, whatever that looks like on your mind to do. I do think think of the year kind of ending at the end of October, <laughs> like uh, just a, like uh, just a little bit, because just energetically speaking, because I think we just might feel it, it. We've already seen how doing regular stuff again is more exhausting than it's ever been. Also, lots of us are all getting covid. So we all actually might just be physically tired and feeling long term side effects. So uh, just a heads up, there is my, a, a bit of an energy slow towards the end of October and into the end of the year. Plus, uh, we'll have a Mercury a retrograde at the end of the year too. And I think like December 29th, full circle from this past year. Oh, and there was one more, sorry, lunar eclipse, November 8th, um, 15 degrees Taurus. I think watch out for August too. We have Mars uh, conjunct Uranus. We have a Mars Saturn square in August, the beginning of August. I think this is going to be a hot month, like temperature wise. I think we're going to find that you know, I think in LA, we were definitely spared on some of the heat this last summer. And I think we're going to, we're going to see it. Um, and I think it's going to be one of those where global warming, it's getting cooler and people are going to start really realizing that, no, it's getting fucking hot out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So save some energy too, because as we've noticed with COVID when people move indoors, sometimes that is um, a very high way of transmitting it. And we aren't used to that happening in the summer. And we do need mm-hmm. air conditioning and stuff when things are hot. So mm-hmm. keeping that stuff in mind where it might feel like the end of summer and a little footloose and fancy free. I think that's another just one to watch out. It's not going to, you know, I'm not, it's not doom and gloom. No, it feels very, I think since we're in this Venus cap retrograde early part of the year, it does feel like 
hey, maybe instead of being like, oh, fuck, it's now summer and I didn't buy an air conditioner for my window, it's maybe doing that housekeeping right now of those big ticket purchases that might not be available. Like, let's just, oh my God, I keep spoiler, like I keep wanting to spoiler it to our next week's episode because it's so, it's so good with our guests. But it's like, if you have the time to get ahead, it's a great, this year is really kind of like working for you versus against you rather than as the things come up, it is maybe uh, wise to kind of always work maybe even just a week ahead, just to give, give yourself that uh, you know, that kind of cappy ambitious, like forward thinking energy. Since we do have a lot of fix stuck in the now, a lot of that mutable energy too, that can be feel a little washy. Like, why don't we look a little more forward when we can just to save ourselves from the headache that we've already kind of been there, done that and got the t-shirt on these last couple of years. I mean, July, we have the Mars and Taurus thing again, which was the insurrection last year. I mean, there are going to be, there's, there's going to be other stuff that comes up too. And I think that definitely the planning ahead stuff, that's what this that's what this episode is for yeah for you to be able to find ways to plan stuff and figure out how to get ahead on stuff and um I don't know I think that these low lows and weird and spooky planet weirdo things are going to be prepared with really high highs too and I think I haven't done a good part like enough to say that in this episode so there it is absolutely I I was thinking of that um Saturn retrogrades June 4th and something I was reading it was about um the water bearer kind of trading uh ruling Aquarius Saturn is in Aquarius uh to give you my (laughs) my connection um traded uh you know like eternal youth for working for the gods and thinking about kind of back to the beginning of this conversation of the um feeling older and feeling like you've uh grown up from these experiences and also thinking of this planning ahead and that of like where were we where were we doing a rebellious saturn and aquarius thing that isn't necessarily helping us for uh we need a structure like we need to finish some pluto in capricorn stuff before we move on to like i don't know does that make sense what i'm saying of like the like mm-hmm do just do the grown-up things when you can so we can do the real like radical things that we can make the real changes not these other like I don't know not this prologue or like freedom isn't uh like the ability to just do whatever you want it's like to be able to do what you need to do when you need to do it and so it's like are we fighting for the the right I don't know freedoms that like what structure what structure actually creates freedom for us and what is our uh like I don't know not Peter Pan that's such like a worn thing but it's like what is a thing that you just you could very easily plan for that you know you can plan for that's repeatable that's measurable all these like plan for those things there's no reason not to Mm -hmm. especially I think in terms of work like the whole working markets have in pretty much every field have been flipped upside down so this could be big career change time I think for a lot of people just by a lot of by default and a lot by, I just don't want to fucking do this again. So what are those steps? Is it school? I think Jupiter is that higher education sort of stuff. Um, and it doesn't have to be traditional college. It can be trades. It can be astrology clashes. It can be whatever you want it to be. But too, with that Taurus Scorpio, I, I think that Scor- since that Scorpio South node can be so obsessive and controlling, like in wanting it to go 
the way it's kind of been like secretly planned. I think letting a bit go of what should happen. And then like that Taurus seeing what we have, uh, recognizing the goods, going towards Venus and love, right. Going towards like the things that are sensually pleasing. And yeah, I'm kind of excited. We talked a bit when these, you know, these eclipse series changes, but I'm kind of excited to see this shift into these, into this juicy polarity. Yeah. Going towards love. I love that. Absolutely. And I think tactile things that are tactile issues, I think, you know, having the unhoused situation that we have here in LA is unacceptable. Yep. Um, I, I personally haven't done anything to, I mean, I contribute whatever I can, but I haven't done a lot of research on it. I haven't done a lot and things are getting done. It's just that we, we have like collective needs as, as a society. And that is, is to me, not necessarily, the problem, but a symptom of like many, many problems. So I think mm-hmm. many of those tactile things about like, how do we get food and stuff? I mean, this is the first year of holidays that I've seen in my lifetime that I can remember where they're like, we're running out of food at shelters or we're like out of mm-hmm. certain items, like clothing items or, or blankets or whatever thing. And it's like, I know we've always donated and had those drives and stuff. I just don't remember a time in my life where they've been like, we're out, like, please help, you know? So I think any of those people need them. Right. And I think it's like any of those tactile resources are going to be in focus this year. I don't know if that necessarily means we'll be shortage on them or if they're arriving late or how like, farmers unions and all that kind of stuff like I think it'll be in focus in some way I think Mm -hmm. thinking of that yeah that comparison of of between I didn't think I was going to think that much about Pluto return but I think that like of who's successful in a society how many people are and how many people are un quote-unquote successful and I mean that in terms of like very I mean of material needs and I think again we've had this story of us that the people that aren't materially successful are so small or have done something like have done something wrong to be there and we are seeing in so many ways how much that's absolutely not the true like story or whatever like that it is in in all of the problems that we've mentioned there are huge like structural reasons why people cannot overcome this to get their basic needs met um and that's not that cannot possibly be a marker of six things working as they um like for maximum opportunity for most people again mm-hmm. it's almost I- like the evil things you have to do to get wealthy displace people into situations like this can't imagine i think mm-hmm. bottom line is if you are wealthy it means that you probably have more like it's more than one person's share of anything so it's like oh i get this amount of money because you do my work and i own your work and my work so i get this and it like you know what i mean i know this is for like leftist people this is sounding so dumb and like uh like schoolhouse rocky but that like thing of like yeah at the very least like you have to which is why you have to take care of the people who are giving their work for your profit they aren't getting they're doing double work and not getting and getting less 
thing. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like not dumb. It does need yes. to be broken down like that because yes. that's how we solve things. That's very Taurus Scorpio. Get to the, you know, it's the same. And with Capricorn Venus retrograde, I mean, it's those building blocks and all those kind of things. That is when you think of like a little kid, a two-year-old or a tour, yeah. you know, a little, they use blocks. They make, they figure out structure. I mean, that is, it's the same kind of stuff, value, all that kind of stuff. So it does need to be broken down to those levels. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it does take someone like AOC in Congress who says it like a human being and not like a, a scroll from the 1900s, you know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's not like it's yeah, it's like this isn't a, a grant. This isn't a theoretical thing. This is literally what's happening. So make sure. Yeah, make sure this is a fair deal. I think that's very Venus. Uh, I mean, very Scorpio Taurus, mm-hmm. too. I love it. I think, too, just this grouping of people. Right. Like I know my family, my liberal Midwestern family has been like, oh, this state voted this. They deserve that. And it's like, no, no, no. We do not generalize the people or like, oh, those unvaccinated people should die. And it's like, when did we all get like this? Like, this is human. These are humans. This is humanity. Like, and we, uh, you know, we all have bad days and get frustrated and can feel that way. But I think there's a lot more people who actually really believe that. And it yes. is scary. And I think we also need to find nice non-judgy sounding ways to go hey i actually disagree with you on that because i don't think boiling down humans like that it sounds a little bit uh, holocausty just a heads up of how that just kind of sounds and it's like you know people people get afraid of those words because they don't want to be the bad person they think they're very uh woke and seen to these big things and i think that is kind of coming back to this Pluto return, like all the sides are broken and all the sides think they're very, very, very right. And um, I think we all just need a, a, a reality check of what we need. And yeah, the wealthiest people are taking up a huge fucking carbon footprint and not really doing much in return for their part for how much space they take up. And if you take up a lot of space in whatever realm you, you take up space, it's like fucking check yourself. I think too, with like food and and all that. I don't think we're done seeing that trend of people Mm-mm. wanting to be self-sustainable too, because can we really rely on the systems that be? So I think that far- farming, returning to more land, uh, uh, you know, a removal from cities, especially as maybe, you know, if we've been, a lot of people have been working from home for this long, it is almost like, well, why the fuck would? Well, learning how to like actually do stuff. I think we've mm-hmm. had a lot of uh, like made up people being like, I'm good at this thing. And those, again, like the people that have the most stuff are not necessarily the people that have any, we're seeing that with all of these, uh, workers rights situations, supply chain things where it's like, you are not the people that make this shit go. We've been seeing a lot of this. We've been saying this over and over again, not just this year, but I think we're going to be, we're seeing this in a different way where again, we were on a banging pots and pans, uh, thank you essential workers way. But now we're on a, oh no, like when things are open, these are still the same people that make this work. So remember that like we're open, but people are getting sick. And these are the same people that we said, like we're, you know, whatever heroes. yeah. Yeah. I think, I think too, with like the example of um wanting vax wanting unvaccinated people to die or whatever that phrase that gets thrown around i think that it it comes or they to, deserve you deserve right, right. this punishment by th- the almighty think, god or whatever i think it boils down to what you really want again with taurus and scorpio is like you want them to get vaccinated like that isn't 
You're yeah. saying like you deserve to die, but what you mm. want is for them to do the thing. And so, yeah, like what you want is for them to educate themselves in the way that you've been able to for, through whatever, you know, whether that means you've, you've done a lot of like news scrolling on COVID or, you, you know, you don't get your stuff from Facebook or whatever, the way that you've understood how this works through probably I would guess trusted sources of journalism and medical knowledge (laughs) but but you want and that is that again it's again class it's access it's there's so many things so many people don't know what a valuable source they don't know what that means Mm -hmm. so that is a whole the uh, education is another like issue inflation all of those things like not being able to afford or do things that could literally save your life. Healthcare, hello. Yeah. I mean, it's well, the, weird that your employer is what gets you healthcare in this. I mean, all, all this the, kind of stuff. All of the unnecessary, all of the ways we are making this so unnecessarily difficult on ourselves when life is already very hard and it comes up with all kinds of ways to hurt you and give you challenges and all of those sorts of things that like we don't need to make basic safety and physical comfort and getting your basic needs met is not something that people should also have to like fucking uh work their hardest work their whole lives to maybe achieve Mm -hmm. this is a very different note but (laughs) i can't wait i think 2022 though will be a kind of exciting year for love and relationships though there is we're gonna have this Venus Libra Kazemi on October 22nd, 2022. It's going to start off this whole new Venus Kazemi series since like 1879 or something. It's all been in uh, Scorpio. So now we're going to go into this Libra. Um, I mean, the Taurus Scorpio eclipses too. I think it's, uh, it's definitely, I think a time that we can open ourselves back up to the, the pleasures, the senses, the touches, the things that are a little more, um, you know, if everyone's been really sick of fucking Zoom dates and Hinge or like what, whatever, I think there is um, maybe just more like intentionality of, yeah, everyone's out here trying, like, not everyone, whatever. I, we're all trying to find a little bit of companionship, whether that's friendships, romantic relationships, multiple romantic relationships. So I do think that there's, um, you know, and all that Pisces action we're having in April too. I think there's just a lot of room to have a lot of um, lovey dovey times too. And I think coming out of feeling so alone, I think we've Mm -hmm. had such collective experiences and we've had moments where we've been able to isolate and say, we're all in this together. We're all doing this, but it it doesn't come naturally when you're isolated literally or, or restricted in a lot of ways. So I think uh, feeling together is going to, it's just going to feel important, even if you're not in a new relationship, which could happen too the things that you do have are going to feel really important and really sacred and close to you, the friendships, relationships, family relationships, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel I, yeah. I mean, we're recording this before 2022. We're looking ahead. So please, please forgive me if I, again, sound like a huge idiot. Uh, if it's 2024 yeah, and you're listening to this, now. let us know what happens. Uh, <laughs> actually, don't. I don't think I, no. I think it's a little fun. No, what, if you could we make it until this yeah. is released. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you could summarize that 2022 and just this zooming out, looking at the, the themery 
Do you have any, a keyword or multiple keywords, a la live, laugh, love, a la power? Like what comes to mind when I, we zoom out and look at 2022? Heal, heal and deal. Whoa. Those are my words. I like that. Heal, and I think that there's going to be incredible healing. I'm seeing a lot of, again, like you said, I think Stevie, wonder, awe, absolute, absolute restored faith in a lot of things and absolutely the potential for a, a dark night of the soul kind of situation. But I think those are also, th- again, that are like, those are things that need to be dealt with and things that we're healing, we're going to be healing from or things that need to be healed further, but heal and deal. Mm-hmm. I think mine's just going to be breakthrough. I think there's going to be breakthrough in, in structures that we like. I think there's going to be breakthrough in structures that we despise. I think there's going to be uh, I'm not going to say what I was going to mm-hmm. say, breakthrough COVID cases. <laughs> Sorry, well, but there will be for yeah. sure. Um, but I think also spiritually, uh, relationally, intellectually, I think in every element we'll see breakthrough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did not like prep one. So I, <laughs> I just, this question came from, uh, just left off field, the but dome, baby. No, it came dome. from above. Yeah. It came from the celestial bodies above. I'm going to go with practical magic uh, not, not necessarily like a movie but it can be just feels like there is opportunity to be surprised still I think it's since we've had such repetition in, in the mundane and feeling very groundhog's day I think there can be room to let ourselves kind of be guided by chance but also having that you know but but that practical check-in of like is this serving me is this safe is this even what I want to do you know, I think so much of 2021 was like, I get to do this, but then it was like, did I want to do this? So now I think there can be a little more. Yes. Mm-hmm. I choose to fo- follow these people or these places or, you know, cook this food because it makes me feel really like me versus like, well, I get to, so I'm gonna, it's like the same of like mm-hmm. the hoarding stuff. Like, well, I, I, I got a powered pay- toilet paper because everyone else it, it's like breaking away from just the group thing and just going with what is maybe serving your heart a little more I it's think a very like, you I think it's very yeah. eye year in a good way I mean I think because the best eyes can be with others right yes. like the me the me and the we well I think we've also been forcing a lot of people to say I to a lot of things that they don't actually say I to be because we have to have um I'm thinking more like politically in that way but it's like unless you're you know I have to change my agrees with all this because overall I agree with this thing. So we're like, you are more progressive, but okay, we're gonna, we're gonna do this because this is what's best for the thing. I disagree here. I disagree here. And I think we're also going to be able to go like, no, actually I really disagree. I disagree. We're not all in this umbrella thing in, in dissenting ways, but also in ways where you go like, actually my favorite thing is this. And I want to really, I really want to do that thing. And this is what feels the best. And then you'll go like, oh my God, of course, do your, do your thing. That's great. And we can do uh, the things that make us feel hopeful and have dreams and make us excited about the future. And I think we haven't been able to do that. We've had to be compromising a lot. And I think that we'll, again, have some some dreamy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a real force lesson in being present uh, <laughs> this mm-hmm. uh, this last year. So hopefully there can be those intentions of a beyond because they're, I mean, God willing, there will be a beyond in a future yeah. and we'll keep there going. will be a beyond. I mean, there will be whether we're whether we're a part of it or not, there will be. We'll see. We don't know mm-hmm. what that we might not be here to witness it or know that. But 
there isn't it can't be us you know what i mean you know it's a while like i, I was thinking this last night because thinking about like the pluto return i was like damn like george washington like looked up and saw a moon once yeah like i like this shit has just like been here dinosaurs looked up and seen like venus Every, everyone goes well what can i keep looking at consistently if everything else is changing or if i can't count on these things what what things are showing up every day and every night and these are the things mm-hmm. and then constant why are we surprised when a lot of religious traditions are based in those pagan ideals of looking at the sky or what kind of trees stay green during this time of year. You know what I mean? It's like, it feels Mm -hmm. so very like obvious and yet for some reason, like shoved under the rug or something. I don't know. It's, Mm -hmm. it's all very, not, I'm not trying to get all conspiracy theory here with you, but, or like, you know, ruin your religion or whatever, but that's just. No, everyone is is trying to act like there aren't things that we've all looked at the same or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that have stayed. And yeah. people, people are trying to always get away from the things that haven't stayed and say, this is the thing, like, it's this, and this thing didn't have that. And that's what makes that a, an inferior thing. And this is what makes this one superior. And that's what we should do. And it's like, what's everybody always fucking talked about? And dude, if it's worked for you, it's worked for you. Have we not noticed that not one denomination has the right way because wouldn't we have seen that result by now and then we would have all followed suit and you know same with astrology it's not going to solve all your problems but it can at least give you some and there's some, a bu- um, guidance or direction or like self at the very fucking least self-reflection there's a bunch of right ways we can see what ones are wrong mm-hmm. for sure and go like yeah let's not do that we realize that's the wrong way but if there's another one that's getting you to the same place use that just do the one that makes you feel good and nice to people. If it makes you do anything other than that, it's not the right one. There's so many of them. <laughs> pick one. If you can pick, we can pick. So pick the one that makes you happy and nice. And it better be following me on Instagram. Yes. I'm just Praise. saying that's, that's your, your affirmation for <laughs> smash, smash I the follow. It. Um, spread love, so ex- spread love, baby. Yes. Love. I think. Thank you, guys. Um, we will be first episode of the yeah, year, motherfucker. An honor, a privilege, and um, grateful to be doing it still and doing it again, and and looking at another year with I think even more. Um, every time we do this, we're better at it, and we have more to say, and we notice more things, and all of those, all of that, and I think that that's like like life itself it's cool that we get to do this and see where we've come and see where we're going and thank you for being with us on that journey we we are so grateful that you allow us to do this uh because it's really cool so thank you happy new year and uh let's let's do 2022 thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast platform you use if you like what you heard please support us on patreon you can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. What's your Bye. Sign? What's your sign, baby? What's your